Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Michelle Obama's number one bestseller, Becoming, is now in paperback and in a new adapted edition for young readers. In these books and in our lives, Becoming is always a journey. Ours is just beginning. All editions of Becoming are available wherever books are sold. Sold, sold. It's a new year and it's time for new possibilities and do we ever need them. Cricut Wireless can help you make the easy switch to the mobile plan that's right for you. Starting at $30 a month. Smile and switch to Cricut. Activation and other fees and restrictions apply. Terms subject to change. See store for details. It's so quiet. It's so quiet. <laughs> I don't feel like being lonely tonight. Go you ahead. see, I want some, I want some company. And you look like you're just my type. You're the kind. <laughs> you're the kind whose spirits are running free. Let's oh take a sip of some cold, cold wine. <laughs> And dance to the music, nice and slow. Because mm-hmm. he was talking all over that song. Go ahead. Didn't he have a lot to say? He did. And it was consensual because he said, you won't be under <laughs> any kind of pressure. You see, we'll just let, we'll just let the evening flow. We will. He's like, I'm not, I'm not here for none of that foolishness. I'm here for consensual sensuality. Play, praise the Lord, niggas. <laughs> praise <laughs> the Lord, niggas. Welcome back to Getting Grown. We're back uh, and we're black and we're here yes. to talk about uh, the worst hood we've ever endeavored to live in, man. Adulthood. It's really trash. Wow. Do not recommend. Don't. But we're going we're gonna to make it together. We're talking about the test of trials, the twist the turns. The temptations and the taxes of being a real live adult in the year of our Lord, 2021. 2021. I'm doing okay, man. I'm safe and I have what I need. I am feeling, you know, I've got lots to do. You know, work is working. I mean, all of all of the eyes on the on the stove are burning today. I know that's right. That means the meal is going I'm, to be delicious. Yes, I'm burning. I mean, all I mean, all of the all of the coins. I'm earning all of the coins in, in my in the forthcoming checks. We thank God. Put uh, key yeah, in where I'm the money okay. resides. Put it in one of them <laughs> gifts with one of them baddie dresses on. <laughs> Making steps. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you, sis? I'm good. I too am working, working, working. Uh, but I am not complaining about it. I too am safe. And have yes. everything that I need. So isn't it good? Isn't it good? I'm I'm actually quite pleased by it and very grateful. I I extend all gratitude. Um, but outside of that, since I'm here and we have a little trash to get into that I think some of it we might have some fun with. It's it's a short oh trash, God. and we have an amazing, okay. amazing guest. Yes. Ugh. Yes, guys. 
the you kitchen table want, You talk. might want to get your get your notebook out for this one, Facts. okay? Because there will be lots of information shared. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, a, a staple fave here at, at, at Getting Grown at the kitchen table. We always have yes. a good time when she comes. Tiffany, the budget nista, will be at the kitchen table. So let's get on to it. Uh, let's get to this trash. Yes. And we have a shout out. Actually, too, because I just saw something on, on the interwebs that I think we should call attention to. Oh, okay. And then... And then we will carry forth and carry on. Let's do it. Get your tape recorders ready for this kitchen table talk. Make sure the batteries are new. A clean up woman is a woman who... Basura, basura, cha-cha-cha-cha-cha-cha. cha Wait, okay, so before I start this trash, I'm, so what just popped up in your, uh, in your work? What happened? It's not, it's not, uh, it's a shout out. It's good news though. Okay. So we can talk about it now. Sure. Yeah. Why the Let's heck talk. not? Let's talk about uh, St. Louis treasurer, uh, Tishora Jones made history, uh, yesterday, um, uh, by becoming the first black woman to be elected the mayor of the city of St. Louis, Missouri. Ah! Tishora, Jones. Tishora Jones. We love to see it. We love to see it. Uh, yes, formerly served as the treasurer of the city, and now she's just been elected mayor. We stand oh, a black woman in, in power. We do. She is, she is, I am just looking forward to hearing all of the I awesome things that. that are going to come out of this. Oh, that's incredible. Yes. Unlike, uh, who was it? We had a, we were about to celebrate a first black coach. I forget where it is. Did you see that? UNC, UNC, UNC North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And, Till this nigga got on his, <laughs> he got up to make his uh, speech or whatever the case. And great, wonderful. And then he says, and I just want to say I'm very happy that my wife is white. What? Yeah. No, he didn't <laughs> say that. Get out of here. He said, no, he did not I'm say that. I'm so happy for my white wife. Are you dumb? Did he say that? Children who are a blend of the both of us. Are you kidding me? What does that I have so dead ass? No. I gotta find no, that so you can watch it. No, no, no. Yes. No. I saw it. <laughs> the answer is no. <laughs> Sir. What? You could have just said, I'm grateful for my for my wife and my partner who has what? been with me on this journey and my family. It, nobody would have said nothing. This nigga said. I'm trying to figure out what is the relevance here. Like what? Yo, it what? Was, it was. I was like, wait a minute. I am very concerned. Yes. Uh, this this <laughs> concerns me greatly I because I just it. need to know the rationale. What was that I man thinking? I want you to see the video. I want you to see it for yourself. I am honestly wait, let stunned. Me find it. Stunned. I'm stunned. I don't even understand. Under what circumstances, like under what conditions does anybody get up? And Hubert Davis. It's okay to acknowledge your wife, but like, why do you need to say that she's white in this space? Why is, why does that matter? I don't. Does that make you a better coach of some sort? Compromised by minorities, specifically African-Americans. I know that it is significant that I'm fourth African-American head coach in any sport in the history of the University of North Carolina. I'm very proud to be African-American, but I'm also very proud that my wife is white and I'm very proud that my three beautiful, unbelievable kids are a combination of both of us. 
He said, my yes. white wife. He did. I'm very happy. And my mixy children. Yeah. Is that what he said? He said, for my children who are a blend of the both of us. Is but he definitely he noted kidding? that his wife was white. I wouldn't have known it any other way. Uh, um, we want to send all of our love. As you know, over here at Getting Grown, what? we are uh, huge DMX fans. Okay, this oh is our goodness. this is our era. This is our me? our time. Um, and Earl, I came of age. Yes, came of age. And as someone who grew up in Westchester, you know, I, I grew up in White Plains, and so Yonkers was, you know, just up the street. And, and that is where Earl listen, is from. I came of age during this time. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Hello. I got in trouble Someone did all through ninth grade for screaming through the hallways. It's dark and hell is hot. So I want you all to I will know. Be, I, I want you all to know that I will be well into my later years in life, 60, 70 years old. But if at any point I was somewhere out listening on my on my phone to a playlist that someone a DMX playlist that someone made and they played DMX's verse on four three two one. Oh sis, oh and there sis. There I am in the middle of the Wegmans talking about stay out the dark. <laughs> if I catch you when the sun is down, run it clown. I mean that was me over in the Wegmans getting some sliced peaches, some <laughs> some peaches in the jar. I'm over there talking about. Ayo, one. Like, listen. I mean, it just comes up out of me. I don't care where I'm at. It. I met somebody I named Brenda the other day. As soon as I, what's your name? Brenda. I said, Felicia. I couldn't even help myself. <laughs> it just came out. <laughs> Sean, it's what? I mean, anywhere. I'm at the gym talking about this type of games is being played and how's it going down. Okay? Hello? Like, like, I just want you to know. I just want that, you okay, to know. All of that being said, I could go on for hours and hours. All of that being said, you know, all of our thoughts yeah, and prayers. All of Listen, our prayers. Listen, and I'm, I, I'm expecting all the prayer warriors to really step up because I don't know if you know, but DMX is a mighty oh, intercessor. He's a prayer he warrior. He gets the prayer through. Okay, he gets the prayer through. Facts. And now it's our time to pray on his behalf. And I have steadily been calling on the name of the Lord for DMX, okay? Yes. So, I, I mean, we are just praying for him and his family, all 15 of his children. All Jesus his children, his fiance. Um, listen, his, his ex-wife. Ex all of Make these sure things. you acknowledge her. Uh, Absolutely. She has, dealt with, she has dealt with the turmoil, but we love Earl over here, and we're sending our prayers for him. If you don't know, DMX is uh, currently um, in the ICU, uh, because he's bad, he's battling with some damage from an overdose, and he has uh, battled with um, with addiction. drug addiction for years and years and years, for decades. And so, you know, that's not a shame whatsoever. Addiction is a sickness; it's an illness, um, and it's a hard fight. So, we want to pray for all of Earl's healing, um, and again for his children and for every everybody who's surrounding him who's dealing with with this right now and i just hope i hope he's able to pull through I, I really really do same um same 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 and then lastly on this trash because you know it was going to happen over here at getting grown oh boy. we got to talk quickly about this versus 
Oh, see. We got to talk quickly about this versus because let me tell you something. Well, before sister. we do that, me, oh. I just want to know that I just want to know. I want you to know that I have watched that clip of you and Noah no less than eight hundred <laughs> times. Because she took me this out. Is, the sincerity with which she asked this. her questions. <laughs> well, what happened to Water? Did he leave the group? Did he Did leave he, the band? He quit the band. <laughs> he quit the band. I mean the brilliance, okay? She understands the elements. She knows what who's supposed to be in place. And she just had questions. I just want to know what happened to water because water is also essential. It's important. We cannot leave water out of the equation. And, and she, I want to think... Gnosis knows Earth, Wind, and Fire's music. Absolutely. You know because she, she lives in your house. Exactly. So she was like, she heard me. She was in her own world doing whatever she was doing. And I'm at the table drinking my wine and watching it. And she's like, she heard it. And she goes, that's Earth, Wind, and Fire? So she comes running around to look at the computer. So those on the right, that's Earth, Wind, and Fire. I say, yes. Yeah. So I start, <laughs> I put my phone up to make a video for my mother. Because anytime Noah is singing Isley Brothers or or Roy right. Ayers or <laughs> anything, my mother wants to see it, right? So I was making a video for my mother. And that's when Homegirl hit me hit me with the doo-wop of Where is Water? <laughs> she said, excuse me. <laughs> excuse said, me. What? And it really like like what what does it for me? It's the squint. It's a slight brow <laughs> right? furrow when she realizes she was like Earth, Wind, Fire. She was like, wait, what? Something's missing. <laughs> what happened to water? <laughs> so thank you, ASAP Noah, for Always. constantly providing the 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 laughs and the entertainment. But yes, as we as we journey on over to the land of Versus. I would be remiss in not Sis. acknowledging that Steve Harvey burnt Steve Harvey burned my nerves up oh. the whole entire time. Oh, literally, um, literally suited them. I hate I him. I just <laughs> wish that he. I really wish. I was like, so I just kept saying he is just going to keep talking. Mm -hmm. huh? He's never going to shut up. Mm -hmm. In that lavender, never. monochromatic, great. I mean, in your lavender. In your lavender. <laughs> I was like, please I, shut the fuck up in your lavender. <laughs> like, in your lavender. Was, in your lavender. I, it was him and his teeth chitting and chatting the entire time. <sighs> With that dag cigar, I was just like, I could just do without all of this noise. Yeah. I really just want to get to the tunes. Can we just get back to the tunes, It please? was peak uncling. It was peak uncling. Cause you, every, For sure. I, I said it on Twitter. Everybody hasn't, well, not, not everybody, but if you have an uncle from Ohio, you understand exactly what was happening. Everybody got an uncle from Ohio who talked too much. It's always an uncle from Ohio who oh talked too gosh. much. That's not shade. I got one. <laughs> I got a few. <laughs> so my uncle's not from Ohio. My uncle from from South Carolina. Oh, uh, but it's, it's the same. It's one it's of the, the same, same principles. It's the, sa it's, it's the same. It's the same principle. Says Mississippi, uh, Alabama, Listen. Carolinas. All of that is encompassed into one being. Um, and then they've all migrated to New York, uh, Chicago, and Ohio. Um, mm -hmm. But I would be remiss if I did not mention what all of you hoes mentioned, which is oh, Lord. Ronald Isley has looked like a gargoyle my entire life. I don't know what's happening. But you know what I said, sis? I said that wasn't him, period. <laughs> First of all, that is not Ron. I said that's Melania Isley. That's who that is. <laughs> I said y'all enjoy yourself. Okay. Um. <laughs> Listen, I mean, I felt better once he removed his hat. Yeah, and we saw it was the, just and, like and okay, and the glasses. But let me just tell you, like, don't tell me that there is not. That I mean. 
black people, we know how to put our best face forward. Boots. Okay. We know how to do it. Yeah. I just, I just want to know if, if you want to like, why dye the hair? If you let the beard go, that's all my, that's my only question and th- because I, it's, it's the mismatch for me. Okay. Because also, if your beard is off. and also, can we talk about this floor length fur oh. in April? <laughs> on Easter Sunday. I'm just mm-hmm. like, it could, it can't possibly be that cold wherever they are. No, I just but don't know. As, as, as the uncle that he is, also remember that he, didn't he spend some time in the federal? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Yes, for tax per- <laughs> tax in the issues. Clink. <laughs> clank, clank. So, <laughs> you know, he wants to come out and literally stun on you niggas every chance that he can get because he knows what it's like to eat canned green beans and meatloaf. Absolutely. And rightfully so. The Isley Brothers, he has 28 platinum records. I mean, it was just a night of musical history. It was. And I don't know. For me, it was really hard to say because I was sliding across the floor <laughs> every time, both times. Anytime anybody played anything, I was in the house like, oh. Yeah, same. Yelling. Like sliding across the floor like, what is happening? Noah didn't just know all what I was needed- happening. It was just so much. I it picked was her so up much. on her little arms and swung her. When they played I'll Write a Song for You, I about lost my mind because I was asking <laughs> for that particular song. I asked twice. And so I was like, ah! I squealed. And then I picked her up by her arms and she was like, Mommy, it hurts. And I spun her around. I was like, I'll write a song for you. And she's like, please put me down. <laughs> Listen, everyone so came, pleased. showed up looking like how the, I expected them to look. Verdine. I knew that uh, Verdine was going to need a trim. I knew it. I knew them Everybody, edges was yeah, going, them ends know. was going to be chewy. I knew it. And it was I knew a that little, we could count had, on. He added a couple pieces in too. Yeah, he had yeah. a couple of pieces for fullness. I mean, but mm-hmm. we expect that at Absolutely. a man at his age. Mm-hmm. I knew that Ernie Osley wasn't going to say nothing. Not a word. <laughs> just I knew Not he wasn't going to say one word. word. He just sat there and <laughs> nodded for the full two hours. And I was glad to see him. And okay. his do-rag. <laughs> I, was, I was glad. And I was glad for his do-rag wardrobe change, actually, because my nigga came back the second time with sparkles after they all went to the back to get their insulin shots. He came <laughs> back... <laughs> Ron was like, "Can I get a shot of B twelve as well? Because I'm, I'm my tired. Energy's I'm low. famished. Really, my really, my blood is low. Is low. I, I could just use the burst. He's please, like, just give me a cookie, some juice, and just a quick shot. It's like arm. I need some orange juice. Get me going. Orange juice. Get my sugar back. <clears throat> but listen, it was a, it was, it was a, a, a it was beautiful incredible. night in black. Philip came with his killmonger hair, and I. Oh, you know, we knew, we we knew it. We knew, it we was knew it. Happen. There was. They were going to have sequins. It was going to be. It was going to be a time. Mm. Um, and, and I mean, even in all of his talking, oh. I mean, it was just. It was still. It was still. It was still time well spent. And Absolutely. I'm glad. I'm glad that um, it's happening. Is the next one um, SWV and Escape? Is that the next oh, one? Oh, is that the next one? I know that that one's coming up. I don't. I think that is the next one. Well, let's SWV go on downtown to the softest place on earth. <laughs> you're so stupid we all know that swv is going to watch escape but it's going to be a good it's time fine. well yes yes they are going because i mean coco's going to come with a terrible attitude and i can't wait listen and they're going to do their their choreography because you know all they do is walk yeah. from the back oh, love will be right here hey hey be right here that's all they do is walk and it's fine and um candy's gonna, gonna come be a good with time. her mr tumness vocals oh. Okay. Okay. And and Latasha is going to wear us 
Wash the floor, nigga, with Florida I just water want, with you. Like she's going just, to sweep you, niggas. Sh- Latasha is going to run us to death. She's going to be the running man, like Drew. You know, I call Drew the running man <laughs> I because know, and I love it. Whew, Latasha is also going to wear us out. She's going, she's going to, to run us down. But she's We're going to be run down. Vocals. She's going to come with vocals, though. She's going to sing everything. Her. She's not going to speak any words. She's going to no. sing it all. And Coco um, is going to say, "Don't ask me a single question about my nails." Not a one. <laughs> Not one. I'm going to count. Lily, uh, Taj and Lily are going to be there. Lily's going to have cute little one-liners. She's going to be shady in increments yes. like we can expect. And smile it's most of the time. time. <laughs> yes, indeed. And Taj yes, indeed. W- might be the quietest. Probably. Mm-hmm. But either way, I'm looking forward to it. I have to look up the exact date, but I think that it is coming. I can tell sure. you who's not going to be there. Who? Light eyes. Oh, she ain't gonna be. Why is she not coming? Well, she shouldn't. Shouldn't she? Shouldn't she be handling her her legalities right now? I I don't know. I mean, I mean, yes. I don't think I would show up if first yes, of all, first of all, nigga, should. I wouldn't be in this situation because all of those things are atrocious. Oh, it's gonna be May eighth. May eighth at eight p.m. We'll see if old light eyes shows up. I don't know but if I'm she not, does. I'm not betting my money on it. Whew. I just hate that. I just hate all of this. But. I hate it for people who, for anybody who has suffered trauma from a situation like that, because that is just oh wretched. Gosh. I just hate it all. Why it's are so niggas? Much, but why are niggas? Um, <clears throat> but anyway, May eighth, we'll be in place. But this versus was my was my absolute favorite. I think, hands down. I think it's right up there with Patty and Gladys for me. I want to say this one knocked out Patty and Gladys for me. Oh, but it is right up there with Beanie. <laughs> Beanie oh my God. <laughs> I'm just sick. <laughs> yes. All right. We got a shout out to get to. Let's do it. Ole. Do it. My sister's popping right now. Like. Oh, it's just time for the shout out. And I'm so excited because we have a listener shout out this week. And, this is really, really dope. It's a little close to home for me because Miss Sista is a nurse. So listen. Hey, Jade and Kia. So I'm almost never one to toot my own horn, so to speak. But sis is me and I am sis, okay? Back okay. in November 2020, as a means of creating for myself another stream of income, as well as an outlet for creativity and problem solving, since I'm in a job that I don't find fulfilling, I started working on my idea for a travel nurse app. Well, just before the end of Q1 2021, the first version of the app went live. MetaQuest is an app that makes it easy for travel nurses to find furnished housing for their upcoming work assignments. My vision for the app long term is that it will be a one-stop shop for travel nurses where they could find not only housing, but also jobs, training, recommendations for other services and businesses, and even meal and entertainment recommendations. So help your sis out by spreading the word. I'm onboarding yes. travel nurse users now and would also love to have any rental property owners become a part of the MetaQuest host community. Travelers and hosts can get started today at MetaQuestApp.com. That's M-E-D-I-Q-U-E-S-T-A-P-P.com. You all already know that's going to be in the description box. Love you both so much because I feel like we're cousins at this point and we are. And because of that, April, this is from April. Uh, by the way, April Watson and April. I think this is incredibly dope. 
I think this is okay. incredibly dope. I know a lot of travel nurses and to be able to build a community like this where people are able to find resources that are helpful to them and can help them to cut down on time and and and, and so forth. I just think this is absolutely dope. So um, if you have, you know, rental properties, if you have anything that sounds like it is in line with MediQuest, please hit up M-E-D-I-Q-U-E-S-T app.com. Again, that'll be in the description box. Go ahead. Go ahead, uh, April. Go ahead. Go ahead. Huh. I'll go. Okay. I'll go ahead. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of which, we're going to go ahead and go to this kitchen table talk because we're both excited, Boots. We are very excited, man. It's dope. Get your life and your snacks yes. and your notebook yes. and write that down. Okay, bye. With HelloFresh, you get fresh, pre-measured ingredients and mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. Skip trips to the supermarket and make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable with Hello, Hello, HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. HelloFresh offers over 25 recipes to choose from each week, from vegetarian meals to craft burgers and extra special gourmet options. There's something for everyone to enjoy with all recipes designed and tested by professional chefs and nutritional experts to ensure deliciousness and simplicity. HelloFresh's ingredients are sourced directly from growers and delivered from the farm to your front door in under a week. Over four in five HelloFresh customers say HelloFresh helps them lead a healthier lifestyle with delicious, low-calorie, carb-smart, and vegetarian options. And HelloFresh is 28% cheaper than shopping at your local supermarket and 72% cheaper than a restaurant meal. So it saves me time personally. I love it. Um, and then I love the <laughs> I love the names. Recently I had the meatloaf a la mom with potatoes, broccoli, and gravy. Took your girl 29 minutes to make. I was able to be in and out, get all the things done that I need to get done. HelloFresh is it just it just really saves my weeknights when I have to record or do certain things and I don't want to think about what I want to cook. I jump right to HelloFresh. And shameless plug, y'all better hit me up for some recipes. I'm trying to get in, gang, gang. Go to HelloFresh.com slash Grown12 and use code Grown12 for 12 free meals, including free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash Grown12 and code Grown12 for 12 free meals, including free shipping. Last year showed us that you never know what life is going to throw at you. If you use credit cards to pay for unexpected expenses, it can be overwhelming to manage that debt. Take control with Upstart so you know exactly what to expect. Upstart is the fast and easy way to get a personal loan to pay off your debt all online. Whether it's paying off credit cards, consolidating high interest debt, or funding personal expenses, over half a million people have used Upstart to get a simple fixed monthly payment. Upstart finds smarter rates with trusted partners. With a five-minute online rate check, you can see your rate upfront for loans from $1,000 to $50,000. You can get approved the same day and can receive funds as fast as one business day. Find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com grown. That's upstart.com grown. Don't forget to use our URL to let them know we sent you. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. Go to upstart.com slash grown, 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 We back, we back, and we're excited. We had to do our friend horns because we have a very special guest at the kitchen table today. Ah, 
<laughs> Everybody put your hands together for Tiffany the budget nista. All right. <laughs> hey, I sis. Yes. I won't start singing chicken head because Tiffany is far from a chicken head. I mean, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. We love to bring out the raggedy and everybody. <laughs> How are you? Uh, I'm tired, but honestly, I feel really good. Listen, Tiffany's tired because she was just on the Today Show. The Today we let Show. her know that this is not the Today Show. This is the show on today. But <laughs> on we, today. We are very pleased to have her here today at the kitchen table. We're going to get into all of the happenings. But before we do that, man, we just want to first congratulate you on yes. all of your most recent success. Absolutely. Um, this book that we have been, I have been reading. I don't know if you can see my tabs and highlights all through. Yes. Um, but uh, <laughs> 10 Simple Steps to Becoming Financially Whole, Getting Good with Money, Get Good with Money by Tiffany Aliche. Tell us about the journey to this book, because I know this is not your first book. You've self-published before, mm -hmm. um, but this is, um, just tell us tell us the story of how we got to this book that we're holding in our hands today. Well, honestly, it, I, I have self-published a number of books before, but they were on specific subjects like savings or credit debt, net worth. And what I realized is that's how people were succeeding in one area. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I was like, ma'am, you need all the things, <laughs> yes. you know? All the gears like, I would have see to people be like, yes. my credit is good. I'm like, so how's your savings? Oh, no savings? Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, oh, you, oh, you took my net worth? Oh, okay, but you don't have no insurance? Mm, interesting. <laughs> so I realized, yeah. honestly, that the responsibility lay with me that I wanted specifically my sister's to be well holistically when it came to their money, starting with the, the basic budget, ending with estate planning. And no matter where you are in life, how much you make, you know, what you do for a living, everyone can achieve financial wholeness. Because I know right now, you know, it's really sexy to push financial freedom, which is cute mm -hmm. because it would be nice to be, it'd be nice to have a bag where you don't have to work anymore. But I've known people who have been financially free, but still a whole financial mess. Right. Can we also talk you about know? financial realistic expectations? Yes. <laughs> all because, all you know, like, going to have an LLC. I mean, <laughs> come on Twitter. Say Stop it doing again. it Twitter. Don't have people arrested. Say it again. We just got to get free from that. We got to get <laughs> yes. free from that. Because that is yes. really, that pressure is real. That pressure is. is so real. Mm -hmm. Everybody feeling like they have to be uh, entrepreneur. And that's not everybody's calling. Mm -hmm. That's not everybody's. Uh, but literally everyone can and achieve financial home. Absolutely. I wanted something that that was not like um that was inclusive, that wasn't gonna leave anybody out, mm -hmm. you know. And I wanted to give you like the roadmap because I know when everything fell apart with me during the mm -hmm. 2008 recession, like so many of us lost job, lost my home, mm -hmm. all those things. You know, I didn't have a roadmap. I was kind of piecing it together. But I'm like, well, what's the point of me going through it if I wasn't gonna like leave the breadcrumbs for you to go through it without having to mess up? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, so talk a little bit about the difference, just to make clear to people, the difference mm -hmm. between financial freedom and financial wholeness. Mm -hmm. Like you define yes. financial wholeness as like kind of all of these different areas of financial health kind of mm -hmm. operating at one time. But what's mm -hmm. the difference between freedom and wholeness? So financial freedom. When people think of financial freedom, it means that you are free to not have to work anymore because you have enough money to do so, mm -hmm. you know, which is great. That is something that we should all aspire to. But quite honestly, all of us are not going to make it. And you can still live an amazing life without getting that huge bag, mm -hmm. you know, right. that you don't have to work anymore. Because some people like working, shoot. Right. Um, you know? <laughs> morning. You know? You know? <laughs> I don't do and well then, um, <laughs> But financial wholeness is when these 10 
core aspects of your financial life are working together to build a strong foundation that the rest of your dreams can be built on. Yeah. Right? So people, it's like the difference between, you know, going to the gym and like practicing three for three, um, three for three, three throws. What you doing? What you doing? I mean, you doing <laughs> So going to the gym to practice in what Kia has <laughs> versus, um, you know, practicing your layup. Like you have to have the mm, fundamentals. Absolutely. Like I, I'm all for, oh, you want to trade options, sis? You want, you want to get in on GameStop? Cute. But you don't have a budget, mm. you know, but you don't have a savings plan or a debt pay down plan. Your insurance, you're underinsured. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't have people on your financial team. So for me, I wanted to, to, to have something. And that's why I came up with financial wholeness to say, okay, freedom. You don't have to work anymore, but that's not enough right. because you can still be uninsured, underinsured with financial freedom. You can still not have a will or trust. Um, Hello, uh, uh, Prince. Come on. Come on, you know. Come on, talk you about know, it. Uh, uh, you know, Aretha. You know, Aretha. Hello, those two. You, you know. know, those two did that on purpose for chaos and negativity. They just wanted to create <laughs> chaos after they were gone. <laughs> but they say, "Yes, fight, hoes, fight. <laughs> Let them hoes fight." No. But as our good brother, um, D um, Dustin, right? Right. His a uh, quote from Dustin: "Let them hoes fight." Let them fight. <laughs> Let them fight. Let so Wait, okay, though. so how does this all tie into financial literacy? Because everybody loves to talk about financial literacy. What's, so what's mm -hmm. the difference between literacy, wholeness, and every free throw, all of that, everything? Free throws. <laughs> yes, right? So freedom, you ain't got to work no more, mm -hmm. but you can still be a mess. Wholeness, your holistic life. You might still be working, but you will be solid in your foundation. And financial literacy is just learning all of these things. Yeah. Okay. Learning about money. Good. It's the okay. skills that sustain it mm -hmm. all. Very good. Mm -hmm. Very good. We've got lots of questions. We 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 tapped our our readers. I mean readers, listeners. Hey guys, you guys <laughs> are listening, not reading. And um, people have all kinds of questions, and we're gonna get into them in um just a few minutes. But uh, one of the things that I love about this book is that not only is it a great read start to finish, right? So you can just kind of like you know read it as one whole thing. But I think that this is going to be something that's on my shelf that I'll be as a, as a reference, like that's for the for wanted. the rest of my life. Absolutely. Like you could uh, honestly like start from the beginning if you want to, but you could just flip on to this retirement chapter and I mean, get your whole life. Um, so I was going to ask, is that, is that a, a, a choice? Was that intentional on yes. your part to make this an encyclopedia of financial, <laughs> of financial. So Dr. King, you picked right up on it. That's literally <laughs> what on. I wanted. I wanted that you had this map that could take you from beginning to end should you need it. Mm -hmm. But I wanted, let's just say Jade's like, this is all cute. I need, I need a will. So Noah's not acting here, acting out here crazy, yeah. mm -hmm. right? That she, you can literally jump to a chapter and just do that chapter mm -hmm. and not feel like you missed it. I, it's akin to, you know, you used to watch um, the, the stories with your grandma, mm -hmm. right? So grandma, you know, she been watching stories for 30 years. Mm -hmm. You were six, <laughs> you know, so you're, you know, you're behind, yeah. but you can catch up with one story. One story. You're like, oh, so Jonathan is Mary's father. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I wanted it that, right, that you could, you could read the book from start to finish, but then you could really honestly just jump into where you need it mm -hmm. and pick up other things along the way. Oh, so that it. was very intentional that I wrote it that way. Which Absolutely. this index in the back is very handy dandy for that, just so you all know. <laughs> Health insurance, markets, marketplaces, credit builder loans, all types of information. <laughs> Wait, I have a question that don't mm -hmm. have nothing to do with the meat of this book. Um, mm -hmm. 
What is the advice you got from this shady advisor? What did they tell you that got you into a financial hole? Oh, so mm. it was air quotes friend. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I thought he was wealthy. You know, when you're in your twenties, your your mid to early twenties, you think because someone has nice stuff that that means that they're rich. Mm -hmm. You know, so he had nice things, but clearly they were still living above his. Um, means. so exactly. Yeah. So I so what he told me because I was like, oh, I want to. You know, I have some money, uh, a little bit of money saved, but I really want to learn to invest so I can one day retire my parents. And he was like, no, don't worry about the money you have saved. It's too little. Go to your credit card. Pull that money off. Wow. It's called the cash advance. I didn't even know you could do that. Oh, he told you. I was like, you could do that? He said, sure can. Okay. So I pulled off uh, to the tune of $20,000. Yikes. Pulled the money off my card. Mm -hmm. And then what was the, what was the interest yeah. rate on that credit card? Right. At, you know what? I don't even know. Woo, but you know, the God. Lord was speaking to me, but I refused to listen because I was sitting, <laughs> sitting in that Wells Fargo. And I swear the people were like, are you okay? I said, I am. They said, are you sure? You're sure? You're sure? Literally, they kept me there for an hour quizzing me. You, It was literally red flag, red flag. And I was like, I'm unclear what's taking so long with my right. money. Right. <laughs> wow. They gave me my 20000 I gave it to him because what what this was the plan. He was originally from uh, um, France. Supposedly he had stores in Paris, and that's how that's how he made his money. And then he would fly to the U.S. get U.S. based things like Levi's and Converse that sold for much more. Okay. You know, buy them in bulk. So that's what the twenty thousand dollars was going to be used for: buy it in bulk, send it to his stores, and then for um, every week for two years, my twenty thousand dollars was supposed to generate me twenty one hundred dollars a week. I mean, that don't even make no sense. Okay, that sounds like nigga shit. I grew up around a lot of niggas. That sounds like nigga shit. And I scheme. want you all to get you a Ponzi good, scheme. good copy of Get Good With Money. Because I know there's a bunch of your cousins trying to get you to invest in, in HUD houses. Yes. And, uh, you know, all kinds of stocks that they don't know shit about. Talk to Tiffany that. knows what she's talking about. Go ahead, sis. I know you. It's have important. No, and, it, and that's exactly what it was. It, mm. it, it, you know, it all fell apart. Obviously, he he stole that money. But you know what? The the Lord works in mysterious ways. Um, hopefully, he he listens to podcasts in jail. Hey, is he in jail? Yes, he is. Look how the Lord. He Greetings said, what? to you. You know, I will prepare a, a table in, in the presence of yes. your enemy. In the enemies so, are a captive audience, huh? Because he can go nowhere. <laughs> Please, be behind your bars, sir. Be behind your bars, because that's where you belong. <laughs> a captive audience. I am very glad. He definitely <laughs> listens to podcasts, and he has an Instagram account. So you can be oh, sure, I'm sure. that somewhere He has a TikTok as, as well. As well. <laughs> Maybe on there doing a June book like, challenge. What's up, Bree? Anyway, okay, please. <laughs> please, sis. So I'm glad that we're talking about, this is a great segue, because I want to make the distinction. I love the financial literacy question as well, because I mm -hmm. think, you know, what I'm learning is that, you know, at the crux of real change and transformation, when we want to do better, it all begins with knowing better, right? We have to mm -hmm. learn. We have to empower ourselves and equip ourselves with the knowledge that we meet, need to make different choices. And unfortunately, because of the inequities and systemic mm -hmm. um, oppression that we live under, white supremacy and all of that, there are just things that we as a people have not been privileged to know. Mm -hmm. We've not been given insight into how, you know, white folks have been able to build wealth over generations. And what I love about this book is that it really starts to to really make our people much more aware mm -hmm. of money as a resource, as a tool yes. that we can use to kind of get us the lives that we need, not just for right now, but for the future. So mm -hmm. I want to spend a little time making those distinctions between like, you know, being rich and being wealthy, 
So I mm-hmm. think that that's something that a lot of us struggle with, especially in our youth. As you said, it's in your 20s, we, in my 20s, I definitely thought somebody who drove a Lexus, you know, was rich. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Facts. Um, that's, yes. I, and I, I'm embarrassed to say that now, but like, you know, when I was young, it was just like if somebody got a really fancy car, that means that they have mm-hmm. money. And, it, mm-hmm. and now that I'm grown, I realize that that is the furthest thing from the truth. Mm-hmm. So... You know, what what tell us a little bit about um, you know, this whole movement that you've created around mm-hmm. helping us to get more informed and really be armed with the knowledge that we need. I want to talk about like Literature Academy and Dreamcatchers and all of the things that you've built for yourself that people can be a part mm-hmm. of right now to start to gain some of this information. No, definitely. So here's the thing, like what I'm wanting for us as a people is to, to, yes, to have that bag, to have that pile of money, but to be able to su- sustain and maintain that, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and one of the ways you do that is that you have multiple streams of income. You know, that's important because you can have, like, what you don't want to do is be the, the, the singer that that's all they do. Mm-hmm. Like, look at, look at our good sis Rihanna. We'll be lucky if we get an album out of Good Sister. Never again. Because I don't even happening. expect it. And I love how yes. she trolls you. <laughs> I don't even expect it. Like, I'm sorry. What part of the bag is bigger over here? Don't you understand? Exactly. You know? It's like, I don't and have so, to. But what does she do, though? She met, she capitalized on her current her currency, which is I can make a, you know, Influence. I can make a tune pop. Mm-hmm. You know, I can do a little jig. I'm cute. Mm-hmm. And then once she got that, she was able to then take that and then roll it over to make additional streams of income. We all have that capability. I went to school, and I was a, a I went to school for business. Mm-hmm. Um, then I got my master's in education, but I taught preschool for ten years. But I took my skill set of knowing how to teach, how to take you from a place of no knowledge to knowledge, and I rolled it over to teaching and creating the Literature Academy, my online school. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're wanting to take your money to the next level, my podcast, Brown Ambition. If you want to hear about money and career talk with my friend Mandy and I. You know, my, my books, especially Get Good With Money, even even the law that I had written in the state of New Jersey, Absolutely. Um, the Budgetista Law, Making Financial Education Mandatory for Middle School Students. So yes. I think that what I really wanted us, for us is that because some of us will grow wealth, but we have a hard time even passing on that wealth onto future generations. Everyone's starting from over from scratch. I hear people say, yeah, my great grandma was, um, she had started a business and, you know, she had made a lot of money. And then, but you're back here mm-hmm. because great grandma didn't know how do I pass on not just the money, but right. the knowledge alongside Absolutely. that. Absolutely. And so that's critical for our, our community. I, that's why I'm such a big advocate for financial education and why I do it on social media, why I go live, why I have the academy, why I have the blog, why I have all those things because the teacher in me understands that people learn, learn differently. Right. So you might be, I'm a podcast person. Okay. Got you. You know what? I want to like, you know, go back to school online. Got you. You know what? I need a community. We've got dream catchers live richer with the budgetista on Facebook, free community. Got you. You know, um, the literature challenges, which are these just free kind of like micro courses. Mm -hmm. Um, and so all of these things are available, but I've created them because I wanted to speak to you as the learner, you know, so this is basically continuing education Mm -hmm. and it must be mandatory because money is not one of those things. You can't skip that class. Right. Okay. Right. 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 You know, you just can't, no, you know, thanks. it's not trigonometry. I ain't never used <laughs> that shit a day in my life for this. <laughs> Every day you use it. Every day. Every single day. Every, Every day. single day. It's so important. It's so important. How's your dad? How it's are your good, parents? Grown. Yeah. Grown. <laughs> my, my mom be like, look at how your dad wears his mask. Cover your nose, sir. Oh, <laughs> like, he's one of those. He's a nose exposer. 
Oh, my goodness. I'm like, daddy. He's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, he's almost 80. Oh, that's why. So he just... Mm. Well, first we of all, all... Your, your family is Nigerian, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay, so one of my good, good sisters, Mary, her family is Nigerian as well, and I met her mother uh, last year. So I had mm-hmm. to tell her, I was like, mama, you got to pull that nose up, or, I mean, pull that mask up over, you know. I can't be bothered pulling the mask up. <laughs> I cannot breathe. <laughs> <laughs> my mom is the opposite. My mom, my mom before she retired was a nurse. Okay, and so she's like, she said, whenever your dad comes, home, I just spray him down. I'm like, what you not gonna do? I know that's not right. Gonna, you're not gonna get me up in this house. Right. No, no. I love. But your dad is the one who got you into financial yeah. literacy and all things encompass. Correct. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's what I. Remember. So, 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 because because he was an accountant and a and a CF a CFO, and he's got his degrees in economics and finance, and so. Between me and my four sisters, he used to really sit us down and literally have money class. Like mm. that's why I'm like I'm so excited to send Noah happy birthday, Molly Moore, <laughs> right? Because it's a pre-education, pre-financial education lesson that you. And then in the back of the book, because I'm such a teacher, mm-hmm. extend the lesson questions and activities that you can do with her. Oh, we're gonna do it you on know? live. That's what we're gonna do because Noah it's will so ask much- the hard hittings. Oh, she will. <laughs> Very. No, but I love that because you start the babies young, you know, it's it really would be my dream that it's as early as kindergarten that, that kids would learn financial education all the way through high school. So that way, by the time they get to college, it's not the first time you're learning about a credit card. It's so important you know? to kind of build that foundation, mm-hmm. right? Because I think, I know in my, in my case, a lot of my mistakes with money have been based in ignorance. And I personally, mm-hmm. especially being in a different... Um, I'm I'm blessed to to be first generation in a lot of in a lot of ways. So I've I've been able to to go go a little bit further than people in my family have gone, um, and as such, you know, they haven't been able to advise or support me when I had to make mm. certain certain kind of choices, and I carry this real anxiety about money, mm-hmm. um, and it and I think reading this book, getting more educated you know, taking classes, having these conversations mm-hmm. has really helped to kind of ease that anxiety, help me to know that money is a tool that can be used. Mm-hmm. It is not something that like governs whether or not, you know what I'm saying? Like for those mm-hmm. of us who've been broke before, we don't ever want to be broke again. And that, Please can, say it that, again. <laughs> that kind of fear can really kind of bind you and hold you up. But yes. what, but you know, this book kind of unlocks some of those critical keys, you know, that and makes this a lot less scary. When you have yes. the skill, you can be more savvy and don't have to make decisions yes. out of like fear and desperation, but can come mm-hmm. from this empowered place. And mm-hmm. I think setting kids up to have that very early in age doesn't, mm-hmm. you know, they won't be so stressed out. <laughs> like 17 years old and stressed out like I was. Like, no, what am I supposed to do with this check? Oh my God. Oh my God. And also... <laughs> Also, because you had an, you had a privilege, Tiffany, which is amazing because mm-hmm. you're taking this privilege and helping your community with it, right? A lot mm-hmm. of us were not raised like that. I got my first credit card, 18, Capital One, 24.9% interest Sweet. rate. Sweet, holy God. It had it had uh, Fruit Loops on the front of it, and I just thought that was <laughs> the best thing about life. And it's created a trauma also going forward. I remember when... Mm-hmm. Um, my grandmother passed away and you know, we're trying to, she's living with my great grandmother. She's living with my grandparents and they're trying Mm -hmm. to figure out where they can put her because this home is $500 a day and we come from a blue collar family. And so when people don't have that education and you see how that affects going forward, it then sets us up. Cause I start scrambling. I'm like, well, I can't fuck. I can't have my parents and no, I can't do this. Where I'm trying yeah. to figure out what home I'm gonna put them in, and they're gonna be living with me, and I'm 70, uh-huh. and these niggas are 90. Like, <laughs> no, we gotta set up a plan. Yeah. So 
this is so this is God work you're doing. That's what you're doing. It right is. Now. I really I call it my soul work. I, I don't think people understand like when because people you know so many of the things I do I give away for free. Mm. You know, like I will do live and give you the whole game. You will because I don't believe this type of information should be hidden behind a locked door. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know. And because it's just so critically important, and especially for us, absolutely, it's important for us to see us. This this is largely a white male game, financial education, and they've had a chokehold on it, mm-hmm. and they've you know they've dispensed little things like here's a little budgeting mm-hmm. for you, here's a little something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're talking investing, boo. Mm-hmm. We're talking insurance, net worth. Mm-hmm. You know, we're talking estate planning. No, it's important for us to know the whole breadth. So let me give you the t- the ten financial wholeness um, steps. Please. Right, first is budgeting. Then saving, then debt, then credit, then learning to earn, then investing for both wealth and retirement, then insurance, then net worth, then your financial professionals, your money team, and last but not least, estate planning. Those are the 10 core components of your financial wholeness um, game. And if you, depending on where you are, what I love about financial wholeness is that it meets you on the carpet. So when I used to teach preschool, one of my master teachers it's not that I think about it, I don't like that name, Master Teacher. You know, I'm like, what the hell? The hell kind of no. slave rhetoric, but she was a sister. Right? Anyway, I'll just say one of my sister, soul sister teachers. I was like, yes. you call her right? grand teacher, and I said, no, right? that's not good either. No, like my that's seasoned teachers, right? That's not good either. I just said I like that. I don't like the sound of that. I don't like the sound of that. One of my seasoned teachers. My mentors. You know? <laughs> yes, my mentors. She told me that, you know, you will oftentimes find children who don't want to explore the whole classroom. They don't want to go to our area. They don't want to go to the library. They don't want to go to, you know, so you have to bring those things to them on the carpet where they are. So if you only like blocks, I'm going to have to use the blocks to, sh- to teach you how to, how to write your, your name. Yeah. I'm going to have to use blocks to teach you how to learn your colors. You know, you know what I mean? So what I've learned is that, you know, with, with financial wholeness, it gets to meet you on the carpet where mm, you are. For sure. So, like estate planning for 21-year-old Tiffany looked like, look, my mama is my beneficiary on my bank account. Period. That was estate planning. Period. That's plenty. Period. Right. 41-year-old Tiffany with a stepdaughter, a husband, it looks way different, yeah. you know? And so that's what I love about financial wholeness, that each step, you get to get in where you fit in and mm-hmm. still be financially whole at the end of the day. I mm-hmm. love how attainable you make it as well. Yes. Because as someone who, I remember, um, you know, even doing just Googles around like, I remember getting my first job and having to um, think about like my little 4013B and not having mm-hmm. any sort of idea what the hell that was or how what mm-hmm. I was supposed to be doing and doing some just general Googles around like, okay, what do I do? And being looking at the screen like, I don't know what any of these words mean. <laughs> I don't know what these people are talking about, percentages and assets and matches and who, I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. But... <clears throat> this book, what I love about it is that you break down all of the terms, all the acronyms, mm-hmm. all of, you know, the jargon kind of mm-hmm. kind of things that you hear and really make it like you hand you really present it to us on our kindergarten carpets. Like that's where I need mm-hmm. it because this finance <laughs> and money stuff is not my it's not my gift. But no. I'm grateful. Meanwhile, a whole doctor, right, Jane? <laughs> so this is this is the lie that, right. that unfortunately most women tell ourselves, right? So, Jay, you are a wife, a mother. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sorry. Is there anything harder than that? Nothing. Uh, no. You know? Like, Kia, you, are, Kia, you are a whole doctor. A whole doctor. If you can do that, I meet women. Oh, I don't know. I'm not sorry. Since you're an engineer, 
Money is easy compared to what you had to do in but, school. But the way that you're doing it is the right way because you're doing it what I like to call Montessori style. When yeah. you teach, like you said, where you teach kids in the way that they learn best. Mm -hmm. This this is what I need. Like I'm looking, as I was looking through this earlier, I was like, all right. It says, uh, what was the one I saw about credit? I was like, I was like, if niggas need to, if they, what if I have deplorable credit? There is an app for you in this book. What if I have, um, uh, what was it? What did I see? What did I see? It's all kinds of shit in here, y'all. I just, wait, I was overwhelmed, Tiffany. I was overwhelmed. No, not because I really, they really like Tiffany. This, this, we could do two books. I said no. No. Because it's so much. I don't know if I'll be here. <laughs> You know, you don't know the way, you know, the way the Lord might call me home. No, honestly, it was just too much. I was a girl. I, I really wanted like a set up. You don't need to. I'm just saying you I don't wanted... make it. You made it much less intimidating. I'm just saying yeah. uh -huh. given I think, you know, and I think you're right. A lot of women do feel intimidated by this uh -huh. kind of stuff because we and I'll be honest about me. I've not handled these things before. I'm in a uh -huh. position where I'm making and I'm not saying this bragging or anything like that, but. No one in my in my family has been a PhD at my age. No one in my family has been a PhD, period. And such such that, you know, I find myself in spaces where I can't get on the phone and call my auntie and say, how do I do this? Um, or I can't call my grandfather and say, can you help me figure this out? Because, you know, I am now gaining these insights and going back to help them. When my brother passed, it was one of the most whirlwind experiences I've ever been in for so many reasons. Um, what we learned, like, you know, my, my brother signed his insurance stuff through his job, mm -hmm. didn't um, assign beneficiaries. Mm. And, it, and I know exactly like when, when, cause my, the HR person, my brother was an educator. He was a gym teacher. The HR okay. coordinator at his high school called me personally and said, I remember this day when Brian came in and we sat down and did his paperwork and we got all that stuff going. He signed everything. He said he was going to ask his mom about mm. beneficiaries and come back and fill in the names. And so never got around to it. Why? Because he was 33 years old. A young man, right. yeah, yeah. So, right. so all of that to say, in losing him, the sudden tragic way that we did, you know, it just brought all of this financial stuff full circle because mm -hmm. as a result of that, you know, consequently my mom and I were caught up in all kinds of estate things for him mm -hmm. that, you know, compounded the grief. Right. And I remember mm -hmm. one time my mom just, you know, we had to go to court, probate, all of this, all of this yes. stuff. Um, and you know, my, the, the, it was so hard on my mother because, you know, we back and forth nickel and diamond about money. And my mom is just like, I just want my child. So mm. they lit a fire under me to just never be in that position ever again. So I went and got an estate plan with mm -hmm. Keisha, my friend Keisha, who's, who's a lawyer who specializes in estate planning. She's been mm -hmm. on the show because yeah. that's something that I promote. It's something that young people need to be mm -hmm. diligent about. And I'm so glad that it's the 10th step here because yeah. it is critical and key mm -hmm. but all of that stuff is uncharted waters for me and a lot of people and as such it's intimidating so that's mm -hmm. why you know it's i say that like i don't know what i'm doing because i don't but mm -hmm. thankfully these kinds of conversations are being had at the kitchen table right mm -hmm. and so i've had to have that conversation with my mom we went through that with brian i got my estate plan and i got her an estate plan for mother's day yeah. i didn't know that she didn't have one 
Mm-hmm. So all of these things, um, you know, I think I, I'm just grateful that we are having these conversations because this yes. is the determining factor. You know what I'm saying? Yep. This is how generational wealth is built among white people and, and passed along and passed along so that it's some not- people start at a hundred. Exactly. You know, don't let me people fool you like, Ooh, you gotta pull yourself up by your bootstraps. I'm like, I- I'm sorry. You you started at a hundred. I started at negative one hundred. You Absolutely. don't get to pat yourself on the back because you at one hundred one. Mm-hmm. No, you. Right. You know what I mean? You're that's right. that. That's that systemic. The systemic piece, yes. right? This is what this is what um has left us as black people. You know, this is what marginalizes people of color. Mm-hmm. This is how white people have been able to optimize on wealth. So when you say that the financial, um, you know planning financial the ec- that's a white Largely man's white game mm-hmm. that's intentional mm-hmm. and we oh, have yeah. got- <laughs> girl i went to um barnes and noble and i took like so my stepdaughter i call her Supergirl because i call her husband my husband superman mm-hmm. um so me and Supergirl went to barnes and noble and we're looking in the you know like looking in the finance section where's my book and it's mm-hmm. me and then i'm just looking around all the big white man white of man white, man, white, 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 white. oh white woman white man, white woman. Mm-hmm. and i was like dang it's just me mm-hmm. up here. Oh yeah, rich dad, just... poor dad. When, oh, uh, that nigga got Susie Orman. He got board games. Please. He got yes. board games now that cost yes. a grip. Yes. <laughs> Susie Orman, Dr. Who we do not name because mm-hmm. you know I don't really fool with fool fool with him too much. Done. We're finished with uh-huh. that. <laughs> and so when you look and you're just like, wow, mm-hmm. you know, like, and I'm not just talking about it needs to be my face, but like, where's the Latina? What was the Latina book? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, where's the where's the Asian? Yeah. But, you know, there are people out here who need to see themselves yeah. in order to, to believe that they, it can be them as well. So I'm hoping that, you know, I get to kick in the door, wave in the Absolutely. Yes. But you ain't playing no more, right? We're not playing no enough. more. Enough. Like, I was this close not to being on the cover because I was concerned. I said, oh, no. if I'm on the cover, will the white man pick the book up if he sees a sister? We don't need him. Right. And that's exactly what my, 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 um, my, um, my publisher said. She was like, Girl, do you want him it's to not pick for it up? him? Exactly. Ninety-nine percent of the books at Barnes and Nobles are already for him. Okay. Yes. This is our. They were book. like, "Don't worry about that, girl. No. Let, let women need to see you, especially black women with my natural hair and chocolate skin." For sure. Someone asked me, "Girl, your skin? I, how'd you get it like that?" I said, "Ask Jesus, <laughs> girl. I don't have control over that. The melanin is popping. It is, and you're gonna get it on this book. Oh, I love purchases. It. There's a there's a, a section about that as well. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything right. about pandemic depression purchases? Any section about that? Yeah. Well, definitely, I have a section called What Happens If You're Broke Broke. Because not enough people, because you know, we some of these books are a little bourgeoisie. You know, they act as if everyone reading it is like, oh, you know, I just need a little touch up. No. So I literally wrote, what happens if you're broke broke? Here's what I have to do to pull myself up just to get to zero. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know? And so because it's necessary, I wanted to make sure that everyone felt looked after and cared for. It's truly my love letter to women, especially black women. Yes. No, it is. Because I'm like, sis, here is your guide. Yes. It's part memoir because I wanted you to see my story that I have messed up in every way possible and yet here I am. Mm -hmm. It is part guide, but it's also part self-help because I also wanted to boost up your confidence because where we are now with our finances, it's not a capability issue, sis. It's a confidence issue. Right. Right. So if I can get you feeling yourself when it comes to your money... I mean, you are a, a, a mighty being indeed. You will transform your family, your community, your neighborhood, and the culture. 
I want to talk to you a little bit about, I want you, I want you to talk about um, okay. the process of this over time, mm-hmm. right? Because a lot of people feel like they can buy this book in six months from now, be where they want to be. But you will not. You will not. Like, very, very plainly put. I mm-hmm. want you to talk about this journey because you've been at mm-hmm. this for well over 10 years. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like a practice. These things, what I'm learning, I have to establish these practices of being... Mm-hmm of being more conscious of, of how I spend, how I save, how I invest. Um, Mm -hmm. and sometimes I get tired. So talk a little bit about how this is a long game. This is not, this is not something Mm -hmm. that we can do quickly. Absolutely. Like, I mean, you might be able to do like the budget, the savings, the debt, the credit within a few weeks, like depending on where you are, but like, I'm still getting my insurance together. Mm -hmm. You know, like when I was writing this book, I, I met with my CFP, my certified financial planner, Anjali. Shout out to her. Hey, girl. Shout hey out girl. to Anjali. She was, Anjali was like, so I know you look 27. It's like, she didn't say that, but that's what I felt like she was saying. <laughs> so we're going to roll with this. She basically said, I have the insurance of a 27 year old because that's when I bought my insurance policy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, because I bought my house and I was like, okay, now that I have this, this big debt, mm-hmm. you know, let me let me get an insurance policy just in case something happens to me. And she said, but you're a different Tiffany now. You have businesses. You don't have enough insurance to cover you. So I was getting that together. And life insurance too. She's like, well, what you make now, if you're not here, the financial hole that it would leave, that, you know, that would leave your family in, you know, we want to make sure. Just yesterday, she's like, sis, pay, pay the insurance policy. Like, we finally found one and I have to pay and sign it. And so I share all that to say that it, it's never ending, but not mm-hmm. in a, a drag kind of way. I want you to think about it like we when I finally figured out the hair that was right for me. You know how it takes a while. You're like, yes. what? What? Are, what's my brow shape? You remember that some days? Yes. You know, like journey. the hair, the lip. It's yes. a journey. You know? Yeah, it's a journey. It but we will journey. take it for hair. Right. We will take it for skincare. It's true. We will, and so and so. I want you to think about it like that. That like you know, for high school, how you look then. You know, I was a braids, brandy braids girl, mm-hmm. and that was cute. Mm-hmm. And but as I as I matured, so did my look. But I welcomed readjusting based upon where I was in life. And it's the same with your money. And so you'll be able to knock out um, uh, many of these. But some of these things, one, are just life. You know, if you have a child, your insurance is going to look different. Right. Right. You know, your estate plan is going to look different. Your budget is going to look different. If you get married, all of a sudden, you know, maybe your partner comes with debt. So that's going to look different. You know, so I don't want you to beat yourself up and think you have to knock all of this out. No, you are on a journey and now you finally have a guide. It's me walking beside you and we're chit-chatting. Mm-hmm. I'm not your financial guru. Mm-hmm. I'm your financial girlfriend. Mm-hmm. So it's like me walking beside you on your journey like, oh, girl, did I tell you about that credit tip? Ooh, <laughs> child, let me tell you. Right. This is what's going to help. And then you're like, oh, sis, okay, I'll be able to get my house next year. Perfect. So it's... I just think that that component is so important. There are three components to me that really change and transform you when, as it relates to learning financial education. It's knowledge. Because when you know better, then you can finally do better. Right. You know? Access. Access comes from people. There are some doors. You don't even know there's a door there. Someone on the inside got to open it and pull you in. For sure. So in the book, I was purposeful about having what I call my budget needs to booster. So experts of specific subject matters, not my expertise. Like, I'm not an attorney. I wanted to pull in my attorney, Tony Moore. Shout out to her, sister, dope, smart, brilliant. So she helped me with the estate plan chapter. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want her to help me silently, secretly. I did it myself. I'm like, no. 
like I, you know, I interviewed Tony. Mm -hmm. Here's what you're getting here. Right. And then she will inject in, you'll see places where, where she gets to boost up the chapter with additional information. Right. It was important to me and low key, high key, because I know everyone who buys a book is not going to be black, but all the boosters are black. Yes, indeed. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. I said, got him. That's, that's right. Let them educate yes. the masses. Right? Anjali, Anjali is Indian. She's the only one who is brown. But that's everybody right. else is black. Because I'm like, hmm. I said, well, because I really wanted that too. Let's normalize asking for, for help across the board. Because if you have a guru, then you will lack discernment. Mm -hmm. Because your guru said, your guru might be really great at budgeting, but secretly, they don't really know that much about it, in investing. Right. But they're not telling you that. So they're giving you incorrect information because it's not their expertise. I am wanting to model good behavior and say, here are all of my financial girlfriends and, 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 and guy friends who I lean into for their expertise. Right. I want you to do the same. So when you hear someone say something, you have the discernment to say, that doesn't sound right because Anjali has said, Kevin had said, mm -hmm. Tiva had said, right. and I know that's, that's her wheelhouse. And the internet yeah. is full of fucking experts. Oh, oh the, everybody knows everything about doing everything. everything. And so that's why I think this is also so important because there's so much information, misinformation spread about. Yes. And... Sometimes it's with with ill intent and sometimes it's not, but ultimately mm -hmm. it still fucks you over. <laughs> so yes, it's true. We need we need this. We need this. And I've seen people tell people take your STEMI and, and register for LLC and apply apply for a PPP loan. No. And go straight to jail. Right. Go straight to go jail. Straight to jail. Do I mean, a uh, federal do not Federal offense. Federal. I mean, that means you do all offense. the time. <laughs> that means you don't I mean, get out early. I mean, the I literally saw a woman go on her live and say, I am a student loan expert. And the way you get rid of your student loans is you put it on your credit card mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. and then you file for bankruptcy. But you ain't heard it from me. I, I did hear from you, sis. I did. And that is a, that is a crime. Like, That's a crime. I'm like, Fraud. She's, all, she's all winking, winking. I'm like, the IRS is watching. I, I just said, couldn't believe it. I'm like, this is the advice that you're giving people. She going to be so in the captive just, audience too. Y'all keep listening. I mean, y'all <laughs> keep listening to these people. And you know, I'm not even going to hold you up. I was having a conversation with, um, with a friend of mine and I'm just so glad that the boosters are all Brown, right? Because context yes. and culture matters. Right. And so yes. it's important for us to hear from us mm -hmm. about certain things because a white man can't tell me how to do certain things. I don't no, care how much education things. he got. Yeah. He has not lived mm -hmm. life as a person of mm -hmm. color. So, mm -hmm. you know, we bring that sort of context and culture, those lenses to this information, which is absolutely critical. I also mm -hmm. think it's important for us to know that there are people who look like us who are educated and have this yes. kind of knowledge and know-how and not to shade those people who have, who have found success without an education. Because mm -hmm. I understand that that is also a thing and college is it not is. for everybody. Mm -hmm. But there is something to be said for be someone said. actually having the, you know, the degrees, the licensure, the, mm -hmm. the know-how, the skill, the actual I want my doctor expertise. to have gone to school. I'm sorry. Absolutely. Do not work on my... I mean, Tony went yes. to Georgetown. I believe she has a doctorate. I mean, I was like... I. Estate planning is too big a topic, too important for me to be like the the Googles had told me. Yes, I'm like you because that's what you're oh, yeah. leaving your. That's what I was gonna say. You're leaving your fate in the hands of someone who Googled their way to mm -hmm. sixty thousand followers, right? So just because mm -hmm. of you with your coochie, would this you go to I'm your OBGYN and this put your is feet what in I'm them saying. stirrups if they this have not what I'm saying. millions of coochies? 
Exactly. <laughs> I understand that. I mean, I, I work in higher education. I understand that the system is flawed, right? It's not perfect. Yes. But mm -hmm. that doesn't mean that we throw the whole thing away. And yeah. <laughs> so there are some people, I'm just glad that we have, you know, I want all the people that are handling my money, my body, mm -hmm. they have got to have their certifications in Absolutely. place. Okay. So I love to see it. Absolutely. I want to get to some of the questions because yes. we have tons and tons of them. I have one. I'm going to take a point of personal privilege. I told, <laughs> you better take it. I told Latoya, this is for Latoya because she has oh, been doing Yes, she has been doing something that has concerned me, Tiffany, and I told her that I was going to tell you her business. <laughs> so here we are. Tell me so I can shame her. So, so you know how um, when you do the online shopping, one of the things that has become increasingly popular over the last few months. I already know what you're gonna say. It's these quad pays, Klarna. You know the, oh, the after pay, the after pay. The girl that they claim that they don't have. You know, it doesn't affect your credit report. It just kind of gives you like layaway, right? You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And I understand that for for. I guess you know, I see the utility of that. that there's some mm -hmm. people who who would need that for certain purchases, but I, but but my good friend, my best friend in the whole wide world, Latoya, she has a she has a quad pay issue, okay, <laughs> and she just to the point where she'd be like, oh girl, they got it on quad pay, and that's just her excuse to get it, okay. So, and I am to I am concerned because she has so many things set up yes. on this quad pay, and I'm like, mm -hmm. it just can't that is be. The point. Right. I'm like, it cannot be good. Like, it cannot no. be good. So it's, I told her really, I was going to ask Now, here's the thing. I'm not going to say, because I grew up, like, watching my mom on put the our things on layaways. On layaways. Service, service merchandise. Service merchandise. Come on. I will be back every week with my $30. I'm they will get these school clothes. Right there, next to the fitting <laughs> room. <laughs> <laughs> right the fitting room, that's just all mirrors. I'm not no, no partitions. Yes. Some of y'all young ones don't nothing, know nothing about, nothing about it. You're just getting naked next to the next to the next person. Don't pay them no yeah. mind. Focus on yourself. Right. Right. The 10-year-old and the 60-year-old both get a change. <laughs> right? But so, but here's what I I say, like, so so I'm not here to shade layaway, all that to say. But to me, you have to ask yourself, this is you are you are financing without them. Without the interest, you know, you're financing this purchase. Does that make sense? So you're buying school clothes for your five kids. It makes sense because you might say, if, if not for this, what will they wear? They've all grown out of their school clothes. Understood. But, ooh, I want a face steamer. You know what? I really could use these new pillows. Because now you have a pillow bill, a lamp bill, yes. a face steamer bill. And it adds up. You know, it does. And before you know it, it might be hundreds and hundreds of dollars a month on things that you might not even remember that you purchased. Right, right. So you want to get in the habit of... You know, that if you're wanting a thing that is not a necessity, saving for it and just getting it straight out. Right. Yeah. Listen, yeah. Latoya, I just concerned and I love you yeah. because I'm just like, uh, every time you Latoya, turn around. Stop. Every time I turn around, oh girl, they got quad pay. Like, <laughs> oh girl, they got that on a quad pay. Like, because they're hoping, and because the purpose of the quad pay is to entice you to spend more. Yes. Right. And that's, I mean, that's really what it's about. Mm -hmm. And you like do. Making spending <laughs> as easy as possible, like Amazon and that devil one click buy. Woo, because it's the devil. I have, I, I wish I could take it off the page. Oh, you can. Woo. I took it off because I would just be like, because they know what happens is they understand the psychology of if you have to go to one screen, then another screen, then sometimes you get to the last screen and you're like, nah, never mind. You know this. what? Right. I'm wild. Um, that one click by click is done. Because mm -mm. PayPal gets me off. too. The people who have PayPal buttons, because if I don't have to go reach oh, for my wallet. every time. If I don't have mm -hmm. to go get my wallet out of my bag and get my mm -hmm. card, then I, you know, I, sometimes I'm yep. like, I don't need this. But if they got a PayPal and I could just click, 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 and then 
It's the I'm devil. You, that convenient, to... the convenience, the that that convenience is really to get you to to buy more. And so mm. I would just tell Toya and everybody else who's uh, you know who has a quad pay preference to really ask yourself: Is this something I want to spread out? Right. Wouldn't it much be rather that I save this money and get this thing now? Even if they tell you it's on sale, we both know sales happen every other weekend. For real. Right. Yes, you know, like true. you'll be able to get that it's thing true. again. It's true. It is. Oh, I have true. a tip if you want to share it with your people, Tiffany. I'm sure this is one okay. you don't know. You don't have to go to school oh, for Lord. this one. Have mercy. <laughs> Here we go. God. If you purchase your weed in larger oh. quantities, <laughs> what is okay. happening? You save more money when you buy those small eighths and dimes and things that you all do. You spend more. I just wanted to share that for, you know, to make this all inclusive. See, I don't know about that. Life, but there's, a, there's a certain gentleman in my household. Oh, all right. Uh, you know, I'm share, like, <laughs> share the <laughs> He sounds like right? he'd be my friend. <laughs> yes, he would. He, I'm telling you, you would love it. Everybody, he, yes, he is. Uh, he is a product of Newark, New Jersey. Yeah. Oh, okay. Say less. Hi, hi, Say hi, less. High street, right? High street apartments. You know the, you know the buildings. Yes, and, the building. uh, Let's just say New Jersey Drive. That was him and his boys growing up. I love it. I love. I love. I love exactly where that is. You know what I mean? So he's kept. You know, he's he's retained a little of that old him. Although we have dusted a lot of that off. Oh, well, then mm-hmm. I don't feel as bad. You've got with to be yourself. Role. You've got to be yourself. <laughs> What else do people got to ask this? X Tina J07 says that uh, ask, is it worth it to focus on paying off all of my federal student loans faster instead of waiting for them to be forgiven in order to save to buy a home? Child, no, no, because it's looking real, real. It's no for real because normally it's like, eh, but it's looking like a real possibility that we might have a fifty thousand dollar forgiveness. You, you're not gonna get that money back. They're not gonna say, oh, okay. Here you go. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. Um, so I would, one, normally federal student loans, the interest rate is not that high. Right. You know, okay. in comparison to like a regular loan. Right. So you don't have to be in a rush to pay off um, non-high interest loans. I would much rather, if you have credit card debt, put your energy there. You know, mm-hmm. um, the, the $10,000 forgiveness is coming. They're just hoping to boost it to fifty. So, So I would not rush. I mean, I know you wanted to purchase a house and you feel like um, that um, those payments might... Um, hinder you from from getting the mortgage that you want but you can put those things sometimes in a for forbearance forbearance or deferment for them not to be a, a payment that's going to factor into what you can afford as a home so yes i would wait on that because federal student loans there's no rush like rush to your credit card debt not not those low interest loans absolutely mm, rush to your credit card debt that's a good that's a mm-hmm. good one consolidate or nah is that you, Corey says, in terms of, uh, I think this is referencing student loans debt, student loan debt specifically. Is it best to consolidate or not? So it, it can be. So with if you're consolidating um, uh, your, your federal student loans and you're putting them together, you know, that's fine. You know, but you don't want to take federal out of federal and make it private. Because oftentimes you'll hear about these companies that'll say, hey, we can refinance and consolidate your federal student loan. Mm-hmm. Bring it on over here. So that means you will go from federal to private. And most times people didn't understand why I used to preach stay federal if you can. Yeah. But now they know because it's called moratorium. Mm-hmm. You see how the federal Listen, people because have to I have been living in they glory, like huh? I mean, I mean, glory. I mean, <laughs> I mean, this is the reason why no I have interest. furniture in my home. <laughs> yes. No interest. In the pandemic. No payment. Right? Until, until October, it's been extended. Glory and to so Jesus. that is the benefit of federal student loans. The federal government can say across the board, this is what we're doing. Thank you. There may yes. be forgiveness. There's 50000 But if you have a private student loan, 
you know, which I, oftentimes if you get higher education aside from college, so oftentimes it's hard to get um, uh, federal student loans for um like licensure your, programs, yeah. like cosmetology mm -hmm. and that kind yes. of thing. Or even like if you're getting your doctorate or you're getting your master's, yeah, grad school. It's, it's a mm -hmm. little hard. Mm -hmm. So, but you know, if you're if you're capable and able, stay federal. So if you are going to consolidate, keep federal, federal, keep private with private because having one payment can be easier for sure. Tia Michelle 26 says, uh, I'm trying to repair my credit, which is currently poor. Would it be better for me to try and repair on my own or to use a credit repair company? Tita. Okay. See, here's the thing. You can likely do it on your own unless it's like super complicated, but honestly, chapter five and get good with money. That's right. I literally walk you through, um, how to fix your own credit score. And it doesn't like, so for most people, there are some people who have very intricate credit issues, but the average person I've met in the hundreds of thousands of people that I've worked with, I've met maybe two that I was like, you probably should work with somebody, mm -hmm. you know? Okay. So I would say do, do it yourself. You're going to save money. Plus yeah. you're likely to be back here because human. Mm -hmm. And so I rather that you work through it so you can work through it again on your own as well. I have better practices. Do you suggest, altogether. um, like calling the companies and setting up a setting up not arrangements but uh, a percentage of that or paying them off in full does it is there a difference if there is so it depends so settlement never looks good on your credit report but i will say this if you already late sis we here already <laughs> right. right right like you you cuz we want oh, I don't want to settle because it's going to look bad i mean ma'am you you're a year late you have 12 12 <laughs> 8 8 8 What's one more thing? Yeah, right. You know, yeah. especially if you can, if you can, like, um, get them to for remove. me, for example, I had, I had, um, dyed my hair for the first time, maybe like, like 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. Didn't know I was allergic to hair dye. Oh my. Whole face. Remember, I don't, some of y'all too young, but that movie Mask with Cher in it. Oh. Me, we was twins. <laughs> wow. I mean, blew up my whole head, but I didn't have insurance. So I was like, we gonna wait it out. My roommate was like, I'd rather not wake up to a dead body. <laughs> so I'm gonna need you to walk down to the, to Earth the hospital care. at the end of the block. Something. And Not I you went. trying to sleep that off. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have some ginger ale. No. <laughs> no, you are some ginger ale. Some Benadryl, some ginger ale. I'll be good some crackers. I'm good at the boy. Like, she was like, girl, because mm -mm, what would your mama say? Exactly. She's, like, She's not going to yell at me talking about why don't you take my baby to the hospital. No. So uh, I went down to the, to the, to the um, emergency room, and they gave me whatever, you know, drips or whatever they had to give me. And um, it ended up being $800 when yeah. it's all said and done. And back then, I was just like $800. And it's still a lot of money. But it mm -hmm. seemed like an impossible amount of money. But I was able to call to negotiate it down, I believe, to $400, okay. which is something that I was able to do. So I'll say this, that if you are going to settle, it's best to have the lump sum. Because no one's trying to be like, okay, instead of paying, paying 10 just pay us 2 And you're like, ooh, can I do $2 a week? No. Right, no. <laughs> have your $2,000 ready, you yeah. know? And, and then, two, just know that there's going to be a hit. But if you mm -hmm. already, if you're if you're only one month late, you might want to say, okay, let me try to forge ahead and pay this debt. But if you've already been late, you know, that settlement, it's not going to make a huge um, difference. And, and you could pay less. But you wanna, the caveat is that... If you get forgiven over six hundred dollars, mm -hmm. the federal government will oftentimes consider that income, and you'll pay taxes on it. Yeah. Oh. Mm -hmm. So if you get forgiven, say ten thousand dollars, you're like, eh, 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 eh. Government's also like, eh, 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 eh. girl, you ain't pay that money. <laughs> Which is I my concern my about this student loan forgiveness thing. I'm just bracing mm -hmm. myself for that. But... No, 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 no. They, I, I saw that they were like, no, no, they're not going to assess taxes. Ooh, thank you, it. Jesus, because yeah. I was concerned. Mm -hmm. That was one thing that had me looking over my glasses. Like, all right now, <laughs> all right now, Joe Biden, don't do too much. Um, <clears throat> Joseph Robinette. Okay. Um, 
Uh, do you have a checklist for things to complete before retirement? This is someone in their 20s. Which is better, a traditional or a Roth IRA? I will say that chapter six is the retirement chapter in the book. Mm -hmm. This is mm -hmm. one of my tabs, honey, because I just need to be knowing. <laughs> I be needing Thanks. to know how to set up, you know, my mm -hmm. retirement persona. Her name is Sharita. Okay. Yes. I, I, like I have name. been using the name Sharita, Sharita. for everything, I be, look, I be like, let's get Sharita together now because her yes. feet are going to be hurting so, and she don't want to have to leave. Is like, in the book, I tell you to pick your old lady name because studies have been done to show that we disassociate ourselves from our older self. Like, we just can't mm -hmm. see ourselves as our older self. So I said, lean into it. My retirement lady name, her name is Wanda. And Wanda is sassy. Slightly mm -hmm. mean because I feel like, you know, I yeah. want to do that. <laughs> if your ball comes into my yard, I'm Thanks. keeping it. Get it out. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's my ball now. A collection. Right? And I have a I'm minding box. your business and your family's business. Absolutely. Like, baby, ain't that the third card I've been in this week? Oh, well, let me name my old self. Esther Roll. That's what my that's the roll. That's the roll. Come on, Anna. <laughs> yes. And so for retirement, I will say this: that I uh, I prefer like well. Here is the here is the seesaw that I tell people to look into. This is what I share in the book as well. If your company offers a match, go ahead and get you your free money. Listen, Start, yes. it's right there on yes. the table. It's now, right it's, there. It's there. It belongs to you. Don't leave it. So get your free match. Once you have done whatever you need to do to put in to get your free match at work. Stop. If you have extra excess money, then put it into a Roth. Now, currently for 2021, I believe that you cannot make over $140,000 a year in order to qualify for a Roth. That is okay. the max. So okay. you want to put it into your Roth. Here's why a Roth is so special. Because with a traditional IRA, a traditional um, individual retirement account, and a 401k or 403b, you get your tax break now. Right. That means that you put you made a hundred thousand, you put ten up, the government says you didn't make a hundred, we're not gonna tax you on a hundred, we're gonna tax you on ninety. Right. So you get your tax rate now. Right. With the raw, but then you take your you have to pay taxes later. Right. Because when you pull take that money, money out, out of your retirement account later, mm -hmm, during retirement, you'll pay taxes on that later. Now, with the raw, it's your take-home pay, so it's already been taxed. So you don't get your tax break up front, but it is allowed to grow and flourish. Um, tax free. So when you pull it out, all that growth you get to take out without paying taxes on it. When when you your Wanda or Esther Roll, you know, or Sharita, mm -hmm. you know, and so people like that because they, you like the thought of being like when you are your your more seasoned woman self that you can pull out money and know I don't have to give the government none of this. It's all my money. Right. So I like you to match your um your what's at your four hundred one k do up to the match if you have extra money left over, then max out your Roth IRA. You know, that's about $6,000, I believe, right now. Mm -hmm. And then if you have maxed out your Roth IRA and you still have money left over for retirement, you can go back to your 401k and max that out. Yeah. You know, so okay, that's the seesaw. I have a question. Mm -hmm. I have a question. <clears throat> Let's say I'm, I don't work a corporate job mm -hmm. and I got 5K. Somebody, mm -hmm. I, I got 5K extra that I'm maybe going to throw in my savings. Mm -hmm. What would you suggest to do with that 5K? Would you just put it in the savings or invested into something else it depends where you are so i would say one are you maxing out your retirement account because mm. esther Rowe ain't trying to work right no, Period. no she's, she's looking at you right now like i'm sorry i don't want to eat cat food no so <laughs> get esther on wants to sit on her porch and yell at kids <laughs> yeah. with her butt in her hand <laughs> exactly. that's what she wants to do exactly <laughs> so you want to make sure if i have my 5k i say hey retirement you cute you good if retirement is cute and good and you've maxed it out for the year like i said it's about six thousand dollars for mm -hmm. a roth right now Great. 
Then you'll look at your emergency fund because the 2020s raggedy behind didn't teach us nothing is that emergency savings is key. I'm working on right? that when right I was now. pregnant. I'm yes. On it. So <laughs> you will look at your emergency fund. If that's not fully funded, meaning you have at least three months worth of your expenses, or you say, this is how long it would take me to replenish my income if I were to lose my job. So my mom used to be a nurse. Three months was enough for her because mm-hmm. nurses are always in demand. Right. Sister engineer and a black woman. A year. It's going because to it would probably take time. that long. Absolutely. You know? So I would look to see, is my emergency fund fully funded? If so, then you can look at um, um, investing for wealth. Because there's two types of investing. Investing for retirement. That mm-hmm. is for your for your old lady self. And so you can maintain your current lifestyle. Investing for wealth is to improve your current lifestyle and leave something for your heirs. So then you can start considering putting that money to investing for wealth. You might choose an, an index fund, which is the easiest place to put you know, uh, $5,000. I might not do the whole five. I might do, you know, um, I don't know, $500 a month until mm-hmm. I put that 5000 in an index fund. An index fund is a basket of investments. So typically stocks. And you can choose a fund that aligns with a particular market or an industry. You might say, I'm going to, I don't know how to pick no individual stocks, but mm-hmm. I know I like technology. You might mm-hmm. buy an index fund that is a basket of technology stocks. And wow. you're like, oh, good, I ain't got to pick because there's already right. a, um, 500 in there, mm-hmm. you know? Or you mm-hmm. might buy an index fund that's literally a basket of cannabis stocks. Mm-hmm. An index fund that's a basket mm-hmm. of... <laughs> <laughs> an index fund that is a basket that that mirrors, um, like, for example, the S&P 500. We've heard people talk about the Dow Jones, the um, NASDAQ, the S&P 500. These are just literally, think about it like a supermarket. These are just supermarkets with particular types of of an, of um of companies. Mm-hmm. So the S&P 500 supermarket, if you were to go mm-hmm. into that supermarket, all you're going to see in that market is 500 of the largest um, um, businesses in the United States. Largest mm-hmm. like publicly traded businesses in the S&P 500 supermarket. So you're like, ooh, good. I'm going to choose. So when you pick up your basket and you go to the, the S&P 500 market, and your basket is your index fund, you know your basket is going to be well diversified because it's just going right. to do what those 500 companies do. Right. So that's what right. I would do with my um, with my $5,000 if, you know, I'm good on retirement. Everything else is yep, set up. I'm good on emergency. I'm not late on bills. I'd be like, you know what? Let me choose an index fund to put my money into. And it's long term. You're looking to look to keep it there at least five years to see a decent return. Where do you, mm. how do you go about identifying these index funds? Do you just like start, does, does you have to consult someone specific or can you just go to your bank or? No, so uh, and so you can literally Google, like if I were to Google right now, um, best S&P 500 index fund. Mm-hmm. So you can start to look like, oh, okay, oh, okay, this is good. Like mm-hmm. I particularly, I like, I like, um, I like to use Vanguard as an investment, as, as my uh, brokerage because Vanguard has very low fees and I just like the premise of that it was built upon really like it's owned by the people, it's by the, for the people. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And so like you can literally just Google like um, index funds uh, for cannabis, index funds for um, for um, technology, mm-hmm. index funds for. And so you will look to see and you'll like, you know, there'll be a number of websites like Motley Fool that you'll look to see and say, oh, um, even Investopedia. Here's the top five index funds that focus on um, electronic cars. And you'll read and they'll give you like a code, a key, you know, like QQQ or they'll get in that way, you know, okay, when I go back to Vanguard, I'm going to look to, this is what I'm yeah. looking to purchase. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about cryptocurrencies? Um, I'm mad that I sold my, um, 
my damn Bitcoin when it was a thousand dollars because I bought it. I bought like one or two, but you know I'm scared. So you know, like the, as a black folks say, I'm scary. Yeah, I'm scary. <laughs> I'm scared. I didn't know. I was like, because you know, scared. I grew up in an African household, and I was like, I don't understand. Wait, what? That we, I just love the way we use language because you'll just be like, what? Well, was scary. I'm like, but I'm not scary. I feel like I'm a nice person. My husband's like, no, no, not, that's not what scary means. I'm like. Explain it to me. <laughs> but so now I know. Yes. You know, I've been indoctrinated. I mean, literally, um, yeah. He got me all the way together. I'd be like, oh, bruh. See, got it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I'm scary when it comes to money. Same. Right? Very good. You used it right. You used <laughs> right. it right. You went, how would y'all do? Y'all be like, hey, what yes, is this yes, Bitcoin? Yes. <laughs> so um, the problem was, so I bought Bitcoin when it was like, you remember, I don't remember, no, remember like, like maybe five or six, maybe 10 years ago, everybody was talking about Bitcoin. I bought it. It was like a thousand dollars. I got like one or two mm-hmm. coins, and then I was like, "Ooh, sis, so scared," because it dipped to like seven, eight hundred. I said, "Ooh, I'm out." Wait, you bought two whole coins? Two whole for a thousand dollars, and you sold them. Jeez. And I sold because it dipped to like seven hundred. I said, "Ooh, I'm out, right. I'm out, I'm out." I took my seven hundred. I said, "Ooh, ooh, ooh." Now, yeah, sis would have been like those two coins would have been a house. That's a house right there. Literally, yeah. So you know yeah, I'm, yeah. So I'm not scary anymore. I'm salty. That's, <laughs> that's why I asked you. I was like, wait, you bought two whole coins? Yeah, yeah. man. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So that's I, all I right though. Lessons, lessons. Yes. And so I will say this then, but the the thing is that when it comes to investing, it's important that you are willing to do the research. So you you know, although cryptocurrency has made a lot of people very wealthy it will make you very broke if you're not willing True. to do the research. And Absolutely. so I like, for example, there's this guy named Tony Hirsch. He was the founder of Zappos, a billionaire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was famously, he did famously did not invest in, um, in um, stocks because he said, honestly, I don't know. But instead he invested in his business, still became a billionaire. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you're someone who was like, that seems like too much for me, I'd rather just buy investment properties. Go off. There's nothing wrong with that. Okay. I'd rather just start businesses. Go off. There's nothing wrong with that. Do not invest in any place that you're not willing to also invest your time to learn about it. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. brokenness is right around the corner if you do. George Clooney don't invest in stocks. Mm-hmm. I was reading that recently. He doesn't invest in stocks. All his net worth, it does not come from investments in See? stocks. So it's no one way. It's definitely yes. no one way. You can invest multiple different ways. Hmm. Listen, I don't want. I know you've got lots to do, so I don't want to. I yes. don't want to hold you up. But we have enjoyed you. You are a mainstay so at the kitchen table. Thank you. you bring so Always. much wealth of knowledge and joy, and just good, good times, man. Thank you. Can, can, I, I, tell the, can I tell the um? Can I tell the um? The blacks when they can go ahead on again. Absolutely, please. <laughs> I was getting ready please. to tell you to do that. <laughs> Literally, the title of the book: GetGoodWithMoney.com. And let me tell you how I um I schemed to get that t- the the um, not the title. But the, the website, getgoodwithmoney.com, because somebody in London or someplace, they owned it. And so I had to go through the go of the daddy. The go of I the said, daddy. Uh, <laughs> I would like to purchase that name. And they were like, so they, they go, they act as the in-between. Mm-hmm. And so they wrote the person. The person was like, who's asking? Me. And so normally, normally they don't like to say, because, you know, they want to keep it private. Right. But this is when being a black woman, you know, came in my favor. I told them, tell them I'm a black woman in the United States. I would just like, because I knew they're going to be like, oh, she ain't nobody. Exactly. They ah, sold me. Ah. Literally, that name was worth about $10,000. They sold it to me for $1,400. I said, got him. Ah. <laughs> so I said, Better. make sure you emphasize a black woman in the United States. I'm just the first. I said, that's work. work. I'm just the first generation. <laughs> I turned marginalized up person. Yes, mar- yeah, exactly. You know, I don't really got much going on. I'm not even sure what I want to use it for in my book. Now um, they saw it and they were like, damn, this bitch. I know, scary. right? 
said go talk to go talk to go daddy. That's not my fault. But yes, you can go to go daddy. Look at go daddy. No, Damn that go daddy. Go to <laughs> go to getgoodwithmoney.com. Um you can take, we have a quiz there to see what, what where you are with financial. Hold a scroll all the way down. You can take the quiz for free. I will send you a free checklist after you take the quiz. Get you that book. Um, I, I read the audio version. So if you're one of the audio version, um, mm-hmm. obviously there's an e-ber- e-book version as well. Um, it's going to do you right. And I'm the budget lista on all things. On all yes. things. You know, so. you're gonna, yes, she she is. is absolutely right. She When she says that she's your financial girlfriend, it is really the truth. It's sometimes really I hear true. Tiffany in my head all the time. <laughs> I met Tiffany. I had the privilege of meeting Tiffany. We worked together uh, in 2018. We did Sarah Jake's conference. Mm-hmm. And we got to spend the whole weekend together. And it was so amazing. It was so good. Our best friends became best friends. We're all like, we're yes, all. Yes, yes, I love that. That was so good. Yes. Linda still talks about how I amazing love the time Linda. Was. Linda is yes. my boo. But yes. I'm coming um, next time because I feel left out. No. <laughs> of course. Well, Sarah said you was invited. So we good. I, t- I told Sarah that I'm invited. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but just talking to you and, you know, it really helped me to kind of get over a lot of the fears and, and, and anxieties that I had. And, you know, really, I invested into all of your uh, I, t- I joined the Live Richer Academy and Dreamcatchers yes. and got taking your little Saturday workshops in the morning yes. <laughs> and you're you, you helped me to get my credit together. You are you helped me to to get my savings and things in line. A lot of what I learned from you is the reason why I'm sitting in this house right now. So from my heart. You are, Mm. like Jay said, you are doing the Lord's work. And I just am so grateful, you know, for all of the doors that he's opening for you. We are, uh, we are being prophetic over here on the, on the Getting Grown podcast. We are claiming New York Times bestseller status for New York Times bestseller. We're claiming it. It's coming, it's coming down and we can't wait. We can't wait to announce uh, uh, it officially, but just know that we love you. We love you so, so much. And we're proud of you. Tiffany. Super. You can catch Tiffany all over your TV. Yes, honey. All on the Today Show. She'd be on the she Billboard. She was on Good Morning America's. Okay. That was crazy. <laughs> she was that down. I, saw, I, saw, I said, oh. I mean, down to the so, Times Square. I need to, I said, we're going to have to call your publicist. I said, we're going to have to get her. Facts. Can we get facts. her on the Whatever. team? We, meanwhile, we just in the IG DMs like, I can come on. Exactly. Listen, don't even like... I had to. I said, um, "Hey, y'all, I could come on. I would love to come on." And I was like, "Say less." Exactly. What you mean? Say like, <laughs> much less, much less. Yes. But yes, Tiffany, we love you so much. Thank you we for do. all that you do. Thank you. Yes. And y'all go buy this community. book before I come and beat you up. <laughs> everything, all the everything, all the links will be in the description box to so all of Tiffany's social to getgoodwithmoney.com. Everything will be in the description box. Read it. <laughs> Bye, Tiffany. Thank you. Bye. Thank you, ladies. Ladies, ladies, ladies. Y'all already know my favorite game is with me all the time. I'm talking about Best Fiends, the top-rated mobile puzzle adventure game. Best Fiends has thousands of levels, plus new content added all the time, so you never run out of entertainment. You don't have to be a hardcore gamer, because I am not that, to love this casual game. It's made for adults, but fun for all. Now, unless you hate fun, in which case it's probably not for you, <laughs> with Best Feeds, there's something new today and tomorrow and every day after that. There are literally thousands of levels to play and counting, plus tons of cute characters to collect. And if you never get tired of solving puzzles, then good news. With Best Fiends, the fun never ends. 
Just don't blame me if you get a little bit obsessed like your girl. I Y'all already know I love Best Fiends. There's so many things. It's the puzzles. The graphics are beautiful. The storylines are fun because, you know, we be trying to we be trying to get through the journey of the majestic world of the minutia. Um, it comes in like RPG like character development. So it just looks really good. The music is is dumb. Diddy diddy. I love it so much. I just love Best Fiends. Download Best Fiends free today on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R. Best Fiends. I deserve All right. This week in Black Women Self-Care, I am just got to tell you that I'm standing squarely in my I'm almost 40-ness. Yes. And acknowledging that I be forgetting mm. very important things. Mm-hmm. Me too. Namely, like whether or not I take my medicine. <laughs> or my vitamins like have I taken it did I take it today da, 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 da. okay and so to address that you know I'm I, I'm out if I take it earlier in the day every night never fails I have a, a mini panic attack at like nine o'clock like did I take my pill did I know did I take it I don't know I don't know I don't know so what I have done is I went over to the target mm-hmm. where I find all the things that I need mm-hmm. and I bought myself a old lady pill box Oh, yes, sis. I live for a pillbox now. I have a yeah. pillbox. If you hear it here, that is that is my pillbox. I call her Pillquasia. <laughs> and she helps me to remember whether or not I have taken all of my vitamins. Because oh, yes. I have to take a gang of them. And my pills and things. And so Pillquasia is Thank in you. my purse now. And she holds me down, P.O.P. And she P-O-P. only costs about $3. And I was like, you know, you know, like, dang, kid, it's that bad. You need a pill, a pill question. And, you know, I have to let myself go. I have to free myself from that, from that yes. stress. It's like, girl, I got a lot to remember. And if this can help me to remember and help me not to take, take too many pills or not to take the pills, whatever. I just, I got, I got to keep track. This is an assistant. Pill question is my personal assistant. Yes. And she's helping me. Yes. And that is my black woman self-care. I will do you one better. I got me a pill box and it has an AM and a PM side. (laughs) Go ahead. You got a fancy one. I had to, well, Mm -hmm. it's compacted because, you know, I have to do that. Um, But I, yeah, you better stand in your old ladiness and take your vitamin. I got to have it. And if I may offer you some unsolicited advice and for the listeners. Okay. Because Antonio's always on the phone with me when he's taking his vitamins. So he put it on a post-it note on his box. He's like, <laughs> he cracks me up because when it comes time to take the fish oil pills, you know, those can get a little large. Um, mm-hmm. He goes, well, here it is. Time to take these dick pills. <laughs> so, <laughs> what? <laughs> so I said, well, here's a little <laughs> trick for you. When you swallow, lean forward. Instead, most you of have us told me that before. Do that. When you put your pill in your mouth and you swallow your water, then you just lean forward a little bit it helps actually push the pill back much easier than your instinctive pushing your head back. Well, that is a helpful tip. Yes, I have found it to be helpful, and I hope that you all do too. Thank you. What's my black woman self-care this week? Wow. Uh, I bought myself a bottle of Raekwon's Lambrusco. Okay. <laughs> That's what I did. It is Raekwon's Lambrusco. It's delicious. It is a demi-sec, so it's not too sweet, and it's not too dry. It's Italian-made. And I I just thoroughly enjoyed it. It's a pretty blue bottle. 
and I drink it during the Versus. I love it. I do. I love it so much. That's my black woman self-care. Very easy peasy this week. Easy peasy. Shall we round this out with some negativity? Oh, sure. Okay, let's do it. Petty peeves time. And I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister. Because everybody know I can be real petty. P-E to the T-T-Y, honey. Hello and good morning. It is time for the petty peeves. My petty (laughs) peeve is quite simple this week. It is with myself. (laughs) (laughs) It is with myself because I had to go travel for some work um, to Los Angeles. And, you know, I I had a little anxiety building up on my way back. I was like, okay, just, you know, you're about to get back into your regular life, right? So I'm like, okay, I'm going to get back. I need to go ahead, schedule my uh, COVID test. I got to I got to get some groceries in the fridge. We got to get back on the regular routines, recordings and da 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 and da da and Noah and blah. Got So I get back. Do you know that Tristan cleaned the whole house? Go ahead. Made sure none of my plants died. Like he made sure everybody was taken care of cuz you know I was very concerned about overing overwatering cuz he gets a little zealous sometimes. <laughs> so I was like he took care of all the plants, nothing died. And um, had the entire fridge filled with Trader Joe's freezer cabinets. uh, Come on here, Tristan. I said like full on, full stock shopping. So I, because I just knew I was going to have to come back and go to Wegmans and do all this and that. I said, you know what? This is what you get, Heifer, (laughs) for not having more faith in your partner. (laughs) This is what you get. And what's so funny is he kept trying to. He kept trying to um, give me hints. So when I got back, he was like, you, you think we should order some groceries? I was like, yeah, I was going to do that in the morning, actually. I was just going to take the evening and kind of get myself together and, and then get on it tomorrow. He was like, okay, we probably don't need much. And I was like, I, I got some things before I left, so probably not. Fast forward next day, I'm in the bed, and he's like, hey, are you going to order some groceries? And I was like, I will momentarily. Let me, like, just lay in this bed. I don't get to do this very often. So finally, when I decide to get up, I get up. I mosey to the kitchen. I'm like, all right, I'm going to see what we need. I open the freezer, and I immediately, the chocolate chip ice cream sandwiches jumped in my face. And I said, ah! And I opened the fridge, and I was like, ah! (laughs) Just cabinets, pantry, everything. I said, you better better do this. So my petty peeve this week is with myself for uh underestimating my partner in this time it was it was a wonderful feeling and i and he deserves some praise for that yes to my brother tristan yes yes making my life easy sis to see it well mine isn't that pleasant (laughs) um i will say that i am just grown weary of like feigned concern Mm. um you know what i'm saying like i feel like now I, I I think that people do things um out of the sense of obligation and it's not really genuine. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. I was telling Jade that I got an email um about this wellness activity, <laughs> like this wellness exercise <laughs> that <laughs> some people like, I want to invite you to be a part of this wellness. Um and it's like it's like, first of all, you don't really know what wellness, like wellness is not like, okay, I don't know. I, I, maybe I'm just angsty, but 
I know that in the interest of everyone kind of still working remotely, <clears throat> different different organizations, different groups, different people, like, you know, try to force these kinds of gather, gatherings and yeah. check-ins to make sure that everybody is okay. Yes. And I have found that in some of these spaces, it's like, you don't really care if I'm okay. Like, you just want to say that you've done something. Absolutely. Because... If I if I were to disclose it within this space that I have a need or a concern or something's bothering me, there's nothing that is going to change, right? <laughs> uh, nothing like you're not going to do anything to no. help. Mm -mm. You just want to give me space or say that you acknowledge the fact that I am dealing with some some sort of struggle Absolutely. or going through. And I know that that's something that a lot of students are having to deal with. Folks mm -hmm. are dealing with that on their jobs, mm -hmm. different uh, organizations that they are a part of. There's this. I feel like there's this culture of kind of like you know we, we get into this routine of just sort of like you know doing these things mm -hmm. and i don't feel i don't feel the authenticity like i don't and maybe that's just me being angsty but i'm tired if i get another invitation to another uh zoom meeting so that we can make drinks <laughs> Because I know they're trying like, to do you know, team building morale things. I'm just, I'm Don't put them under the guise of wellness. Because wellness would be you all saying, we're going to leave you the fuck alone for a week. <laughs> Ooh, thank you so much. That will help me take care of myself. So, I just feel like forced, forced community to me. Yeah. Um, and this is, this is hard because, you know, I, I like to think of myself as someone who builds community or create space for community mm -hmm. to be cultivated, mm -hmm. I guess, because I feel like community is something, it's like a seed that's planted. It has to kind of be cultivated and kind of Absolutely. grow into something. Um, so us just being together in a space doesn't automat automatically mean that we're in community. We're not friends. But we create spaces where people can kind of cultivate the community that they need on their own. Mm -hmm. And so my petty peeve is for, you know, people who kind of throw that word community around, um and have really finite ideas about like wellness mm -hmm. and support and you know the truth of the matter is we're all grown and we're adults and we can say what we need if you take the time to ask us if you That's are true. interested enough to ask us what we need versus assuming that we would like to spend our friday afternoon um you know, with a some random mixologist making drinks that will never like Shade of all girl. Jades. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I just wish that there was some sort of like I don't know. I've I think, gotten some team building requests to do cocktail things, and I think I, that it. I don't. I don't. I don't it works though if that is something so my thing is instead of assuming that you know what what people need, ask them. this goes. Ask them what they need. Mm -hmm. Ask them what they need mm -hmm. because you could be making assumptions about what folks are experiencing that are further marginalizing you could also and I think be a lot of creating more stress in general in people's lives exactly just in a general. lot of leaders a lot of leaders miss the mark with this mm -hmm. um it's really about knowing your people and instead of just following this routine of feeling like I'm, I'm, I have to do these things because I'm a manager or because I'm a teacher or because I'm out in front, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, it's really about like, are you have you have you built a relationship with the people that you are working with, right? Um, such that they feel comfortable enough to really tell you the truth about what they need, mm. um, and then you can work with them to actually meet that need instead of you assuming that you know what they need because you don't right 
Or maybe you maybe you don't care. Maybe you just want to present that you can. You just want yeah. You just want to check it off. You just want to mm-hmm. be able to tell everyone. Well, I asked them if they needed this, or I asked mm-hmm. them if they needed that. Um, and it, you haven't really asked us, you know, honestly, and and created the space to receive our answer, right? Woo, sis. Um, sis. So I don't know. I ain't even mean to go this far. No, my it's thing fine. is, I just, I just, I'm, I've just grown very tired of. I feel like all of the uproar and disruption that we that we experienced you know in in 2020 like 2020 was a disruption in our normal routines right it was it was it was a time for us to sort of step back and see the status quo and really recognize the wrong mm-hmm. you know that we have that we have normalized yeah and the shift and if that we, we have make. yeah if we have not taken that information taking the opportunity that comes with that level of disruption Mm -hmm. to step back and reassess and think about the ways in which our normal routines and and daily practices whether we are interrupting Mm -hmm. or uh interrupting that those problematic ideals and practices Mm -hmm. or whether we are perpetuating them Mm -hmm. if we haven't taken a step back to assess either one of those things we've really missed the mark and all that we went through in 2020 is going to be a waste if yeah. we don't take if we don't use it to really see how we can um change and make and actually make things better mm-hmm. um for the for the foreseeable future absolutely um and i'm, I'm, I'm i don't know i'm trying to think about where i want to where i want to pitch this but i would like to write another like kind of like the Cheap Change 2.0. I know last year I got a chance to do the Cheap Change op-ed for Essence. And um, I'm trying to think of, because I want to pitch it, because I, I think I have more to say about about change. Um, I haven't really found a platform. So we'll see. Wait, well, you're putting it out there right now, okay? I'm putting it out Y'all there right now. I would like to I would like to continue to to say more, because, I mean, I'm studying change. It's, um, you know, it's a part of my work, and I'm learning a lot about what people think they know mm-hmm. about change mm-hmm. and what they're willing to invest. Like change is an investment. Mm-hmm. If you don't have anything to put up, then you're not really going to ever have ever find yourself um, in a place to catalyze real transformation. It's mm-hmm. going to cost you something. Mm. So mm. I Sis. am going to get on back to these Excel sheets. We oh. want to thank you guys for listening do. to Getting Grown. We have been, when we were a little late, we had some scheduling, we had some special guests, but we hope that Tiffany was worth the wait, girl, because listen, she was worth. She the was out me. here <laughs> laying down these gems. We're going to be back on schedule. We have another super special guest next week. Yes, back to bike. Back to bike to bike to bike. Uh, we're doing big things over here at Getting Grown. We're excited. Thank you guys for kicking it with us. Thank you guys for all the love and the well wishes on our four-year anniversary. We're four years Woo-hoo. old. We're preschoolers. Um, and we're we're still working on doing some sort of formal celebration. We are. We're really um, working on with it that. Actively. So we're doing that right now. So keep your eyes peeled and your ears free of wax so that you can hear <laughs> and know what the happenings are and when they're happening. All right. So let's get to it. And in the meantime and in between time, uh, make sure you fill up that water bottle and drink it's, it. It's very important. Don't just look at it. Drink it. Because otherwise, um, you won't be able to fool the world like Ron Isley did. Well, cannot, okay? A beard will, is not the same as water. <laughs> uh, <laughs> moisturize them knuckles and them hands, yes. especially out there in L.A., because that water is hard. 
It's very, very hard. Very hard. My hands were very, very dry. Very, very dry. <laughs> uh, and lastly, but most importantly, mind your black ass or white ass business for the seven of you <laughs> listening right now. Especially y'all, actually. Mind your business. Why, sis? Because your black will crack if it's dry and in my business. Exactly. Because okay? it's not supposed to be there. Okay? Yes. So be moisturized, be hydrated, and be in the business that pays you. Be blessed. Mind your... Bye. Bye, bye. <laughs>Have you ever wondered what the stars have to say about your favorite artists and writers? Listen to Stars and Stars with Issa, where I, your host and astrologer, Issa Nakazawa, read and interpret astrological birth charts of luminaries like W. Kamau Bell, Gia Tolentino, and so many more. You'll discover how astrology can unlock fascinating insights about these stars. And who knows, maybe you'll learn a little bit more about yourself. Listen to Stars and Stars with Issa wherever you get your podcasts.